Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. This podcast is partnered with Downcast Apparel, tattoo-inspired, eco-friendly clothing. They have a sale on right now and you can get pieces from as little as one pound. I actually own some Downcast Apparel clothing myself, uh, as well as some badges, and I just can't recommend them enough. You can find them on Instagram at Downcast Apparel or on their website, www.downcastapparel.com. Hello and welcome to the Tourette's podcast. I'm Tara and I may or may not have Tourette's. In September 2020, I developed vocal and motor tics after an emotional trigger. So now I'm undergoing referrals to see what is happening in my brain. Each episode, I'll be speaking to a guest as we discuss mental health, Tourette's and everything in between. Warning, this will most likely contain swearing and discussions about sensitive topics. Oh, I thought you said Can wait. I say? What? I thought you said wait. I know I did, but it doesn't matter. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, okay. I'm sure. Hello, Hattie. How okay. are you? Sorry? Hello, Hattie. How are you? I'm, I'm great. How are you? I'm all right. Thank you. Uh, thank you for coming yeah. on to talk to me. No worries. Always a pleasure. Um, Never at all. Does it one? Does it feel weird that I'm going to be interviewing you? Um, to be yeah. I don't think we've ever had a conversation like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. Um, and um, so the first question that I normally ask people um, is um, who you are, what you do, uh, and how we know each other. Uh, my name is Hattie. I work in a nursery looking after the little babies. And uh, we know each other from our marriage back in 2016. Yeah, I think so, maybe. Yeah. We'll go with that. Yeah. And by marriage, I mean we met at a pub and worked together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then decided to tell everyone so. that we're married. And I changed my name yeah. to uh, Tara Swindler. And then I did it. Oh, yeah, when I was, you it back, did no, you? I did it when I was drunk. I was like, ah, this is funny. I'll just do it for good night. And then the next morning, I like, got on my phone. It was like, you cannot change your name for two months. And I was like, all right. Yeah, that was really it, wasn't it? From but then on, literally, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. were stuck yeah. forever. Um, forever. So obviously, you know that the uh, chat is the the podcast is about mental health and stuff like that. Yes. Um, and also, I just yeah want to say like um, if you don't want to answer a question that I ask or whatever, just say no, thank you. I won't like, I won't get offended. Um, <laughs> go no, okay. thank you. Um, no, and, thank you. <laughs> um, and um, if you say something um, and then you don't want it in, just let me know and I'll take it out. Because obviously, it's okay, cool. it's meant to be like uh, a comforting thing. It's not. I don't want to make anyone like anxious. Like oh, I wish I didn't say that. Like oh, do you know what I mean? So. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, Fab. That's fine. Cool. Okay. So, do you want to talk a little bit about your mental health? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
yeah, I think it's funny, isn't it? Mental health. <laughs> yeah. Really funny. Great laugh. Um, really good laugh. Really entertaining. Um, it's, yeah, I mean, I've, I've always struggled with it. <laughs> um, and it's weird during lockdown as well. Everything's kind of zoomed in a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it kind of um, exaggerates it, it, doesn't it? Like, if you felt sad before, now you're, like, alone and can't go out and see your friends, so it's kind of, like, ten times more. That's what I yeah. find. That's what I find. I mean, yeah, you just sort of, it's a lot of um, me, myself, and I, isn't it? Yeah. Which isn't fun for a lot of time. <laughs> I didn't um, like it when we weren't in lockdown. I hated spending, huh? time, spending time on my own. I hated it, even before lockdown. And now I'm, like... Exactly. Yeah. Mentally. And now we have to do it. It's horrible. Yeah. It's awful. <laughs> it's like, you know when you're at the hairdresser and you have to just look in the mirror for like oh, at least half, an hour and a half? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The worst hour and a half of my life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's um, like when, that, but all the time. When they get your hair and like, it's all wet and they've like scraped it back and then you're just there <laughs> yeah. with this little thing like around your neck and you just, oh my God, I look like a drowned rat. It's horrible. Yeah, it's horrible. I hate it. But yeah, that's, that's a good analogy. That is pretty much what uh, lockdown is like, I suppose. Um, I think so. I think that's how it feels, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, sorry, carry on. About, about your story. No, I, I, that's where, that's that's my analogy for it. I don't know. Um, so, if you don't mind, what do you, what do you have mental health-wise? <laughs> like, what is it? Have you, like, have you been officially diagnosed? Or, like, when did you get diagnosed? What's the story with that? Um, I'm pretty sure so I know all of these I, questions, but I, I know all the answers, I think, but just... Yes, no, that's fine. Um, uh, so I struggled with like, what I thought was depression when I was like 17, kind of thing. I went to the doctor and they were like, you've got like a really, really, you've got really strong anxiety, um, but mild depression. Okay. Um, and so then I was on a different bunch of... Uh, antidepressants sort of for like till I was like seven, from when I was 17 to like 20 then I came off them um uh and <laughs> um and then in the more recent years I got diagnosed with um borderline personality disorder mm-hmm. uh, which is two years ago now something like that mm-hmm. um and that was, like, probably the most cement, like, diagnosis I've ever had. Yeah. Um, did it feel, but it made sense. Yeah, I was going to say, did you have that thing? Like, did you think that when you got diagnosed with anxiety but mild depression that they got it wrong? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. That, that's basically what yeah. happened to me when I went into hosp- when I went into the doctors when I was, like, 17, 18. Um, they diagnosed me with anorexia. And I didn't, yeah. I didn't have it. I, I know I didn't, but... Apparently, one of the first symptoms of having an eating disorder is denying you have an eating disorder, so no one was listening to me. Like, do you know what oh, I mean? Right. Like, well, that's good. <laughs> yeah. So, I, but then as soon as they kind of was like, well, that's what they say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but then, yeah, I, I remember like the relief that I also felt when, like, I remember this, like, the psychiatrists who ever came in and they were just like, why the fuck are you here? Like, why are you in an eating disorder, like, clinic type thing? And I was like, I've been trying to tell people, like, I basically <laughs> just had to, like, play the system in order to get, yeah, yeah go through this program, whatever, at the Brighton Mental Health Hospital, and then, um, until people were like, 
actually believing me what I was saying and you know yeah it was I remember it was like a yeah. relief like yeah that's really rubbish because then they could be like you could literally be like I don't have it I don't have it and they're like yeah but that's what everyone says it doesn't yeah. happen yeah, literally, that's, that's what I was told. They were like, yeah. And you know what, though? I had, so I had to, this is what really pissed me off. So the reason why I was even referred to, uh, right, like the eating disorder people, was um, I went into my GP, which is a guy, and um, I was wearing, I remember, uh, I was wearing, because it was like one of my favourite outfits I used to wear, um, I was wearing <laughs> um, like these leather tight trousers, a Guns yeah. N' Roses vest, uh, which was very quite baggy. Love it. Um, and then a, like, yeah. a, and then a grey blazer. Very, very yeah. chic, you know. And uh, I remember walking yeah, in yeah. and he was just like, oh, well, you know, I can see why you wear, you know, you wear really baggy clothes. He, he basically said that I had an eating disorder because I, one was underweight, which I never denied. I, I was fully aware that I was, you know, underweight. I was like six stone or yeah. something. Like, I'm fully aware, yeah. like I was. Um but I just wore baggy clothes because it was just what I liked. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah. know how else to say that. And then, um, yeah, yeah. And he was literally just like, yeah, I think you have anorexia, you need to do this. And I was just like, you're fucking mental. Yeah. Yeah, but, but um, The worst thing is, I think, is when it's someone that's like a professional and in the business and they're telling you what potentially might be wrong with you and you're like, well, I'm, like, I'm 99% sure this that's not right, but yeah. you're the one. Yeah. who knows a lot more, Yeah, you know, this is your job. Yeah. So I kind of have to take what you say. Yeah, it was, um, yeah, it was weird, because I don't know if it, it's like, I don't know, maybe mine's like very specific, you know, because if you, if you suffered with anxiety anyway, and then only getting, only getting diagnosed with like mild depression, that's like frustrating, but at least you've been diagnosed with them. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, it's not the correct yeah. diagnosis, but it's like, one app like that is, is closer I think than me being like you know major depressed like depressive disorder or whatever I've got to be yeah. told that I have an eating disorder and I'm like yeah 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 and it's it, like it's not even the yeah. same thing and it's it kind of it, yeah. I remember like kind of feeling like oh maybe I do do you know what I mean and I was like maybe I do have yeah, it yeah, maybe yeah. I maybe I just don't realize it maybe what they're saying is right but then I would go and yeah. like and I the only reason why I wasn't like normal weight was because I was so depressed, I wouldn't get up and make myself food. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. I, I was like, yeah, I'd sleep yeah, yeah. all day and do whatever. But, um, yeah. yeah, mental. Like, that was a side note of depression, and then, yeah, that's what they... Exactly, yeah, and then they were just like, oh, you're, you are depressed because you're anorexic. And I'm like, no. No, no. No, <laughs> nah, bro. No, no. No, no. You're wrong. Yeah. Um, yeah. So when you were, when, so you were diagnosed with uh, borderline personality disorder two years ago, you said? Yeah, so I was um, at a, I was in therapy, and um, actually one of the uh, probably like she was a very intense therapist. I remember thinking, oh, she's like I don't like her. Yeah. Um, and then I she you, was I like, you, I you were you saying that today that you didn't like her? Think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she was really really intense and just like I don't know. I don't know, um, but she was like, "Your everything that you're saying is pointing to um, BPD," mm-hmm. and I was like, "Yeah, like maybe whatever." I'm just a bit sad, yeah. <laughs> um, and 
then I went to like get properly like tested for it and stuff um and came back with it and like it just made me feel a lot less mad yeah do you know what I mean mm-hmm. yeah like I remember thinking this isn't like it's not who it's not who I am it's a part of who I am yeah 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 and um I don't know, like, instead of being, like, emotional or, like, dramatic, I was like, oh, no, it's fine, like, this is, this is part of, like, something that I have. Yeah. It's not who I am as a person, which really, really helped. Yeah, yeah. Um, Um, So, for people, I mean, I'm going to assume people listening to this might know what it is, but if you could, what, um, what, uh, can you like sum up in a sentence or whatever, or however long you want? Um, <laughs> sum up in a sentence your workings <laughs> out. No, um, like what? It's three words. <laughs> what um, BPD is? Some people might not know. I don't know. It's like, yeah. Um, so BPD, it's uh, a lot. Uh, now they start, they started calling it emotional intensity disorder in some places because they don't like the diagnosis of borderline personality disorder because it. Uh, sort of assumes the fact that you've got different personalities which isn't the case mm-hmm. it's just uh we it's just feeling things a lot on or not at all basically it's the sorry you're you're cutting out cutting out cutting out don't know if you can hear me sorry that was so annoying i don't know what happened i think just yeah the internet literally just stopped working and then Yeah. Um, uh-huh. 
Okay, uh, what we were talking about, because I'm just going to join them two together, obviously, so we don't have to do the yeah. same thing again. Um, we were talking about um, borderline personality disorder and yeah. um, what that meant. And basically, yeah. it's like a I researched stuff like that because I, I, my cousin has it and obviously you have it and blah, blah, blah. And I, there was a time when they thought I had it, so I like researched it and stuff. Um, yeah. And yeah, so it's basically just like a black and white thinking, right? When you're in that headspace, you're kind of like really, really happy or like really, really sad. That's what most people kind of say, but I think that's wrong. Kind of. I think the main thing that I've struggled with is uh, the lack of control that I have over situations. Mm-hmm. So my emotional mind and my uh, practical mind. Uh, I mean, it's the same with everyone. You can't help your emotions, really. Mm. But even though I know that I shouldn't be acting even slightly close to the way I am acting about something, I I just can't help it. And it's like the intrusive thoughts. And it's building relationships on that. I've really, really struggled, I think, with that and relationships. Yeah. Um. This being one of the main things, I reckon. Is that because? Is do you reckon that's because? Um, as far as I'm aware, you haven't been in a relationship for the last two years, right? Since you've yeah, been that's diagnosed. True, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, but you know, it just, no, no, you're right. <laughs> um, no, I'm sorry. I didn't mean it to sound bad, but I mean like. No, it doesn't sound bad. I mean, it's my choice. No, yeah. Um, I just is, is that because maybe when you're in relationships, whatever, you're acting this way, and because you don't have the official diagnosis, it's kind of like. All, all or nothing type thing, you know, whereas, where, like, you don't know how to explain how you're feeling. Yeah, I mean, even with, the, even with the diagnosis, I think, I think it's quite hard to, I'm quite a hard person today, and I will, like, fully put my hands up to that, and I can't just blame it on, like, the BPD, um, but it's also, like, I've, I've, I've only recently sort of come to terms with it, like, talking about it, honestly, like, and being okay with it. Yeah. Like, there's definitely the last relationship I was in where I had the diagnosis already. I wasn't, like, chill with that. Mm-hmm. And I definitely couldn't discuss that with the person that I was with. Mm-hmm. So I think that made it worse because I kind of acted out even more. Yeah. Because I couldn't, like, I couldn't express how I was feeling and I couldn't explain why I was feeling like that because there wasn't yeah. a reason why. Yeah. Do you think that, you maybe, know? Um, do you think that maybe, like correct me if I'm wrong but like like I said I've researched quite a lot I say researched like googled and stuff do you know what I mean like, and, like watch YouTube videos and things like that like, and I've read a couple of books it's hardly like research but like you know I've I've, I've tried to um no, I think this book is research okay cool so I did loads and loads of extensive research <laughs> and um <laughs> and uh one of the things that kind of kept coming up was like this stigma around borderline personality disorder um where where uh, people don't understand it and they think that person's being manipulative or they think they're being you know this massive arsehole basically because they don't understand <laughs> because they don't understand I'm not saying that you are but yes. like you know, or anyone with no, yes. but like <laughs> do you know what I mean it's it people can get that assumption because I don't one again like I swear I say this like every podcast I do but it the mental health sector is so under developed that no one has a real understanding of it do you reckon yeah that stigma and stuff is probably why it took you a little bit longer 
to come to terms with it because it's not well Definitely. known and when it is known you're kind of known as being really erratic and whatever definitely definitely like the worst thing for me was being called like emotional or dramatic because that's what I got called all the time yeah, yeah, yeah. um so you know it's like home truths really isn't it yeah. um and everything that encompassed that was BDP and that yeah. and then I was like oh right so I was being emotional I don't know like yeah it's difficult because um, you, you yeah well that's the thing it's kind of like when that I didn't want to be that illness represented what it was yeah yeah Does that make sense? yeah, yeah. Illness, but you know what i mean yeah it kind of gives, um, a, gives a background on why you're acting that way the same as like when you get a, a get a depression diagnosis or whatever why am i feeling sad all the time i don't want to feel sad all the time why am i being so emotional all the time i don't want to be emotional do you know what i mean like yeah yeah and then you find just other ways to like run from it and then you act out on it even more um it just come. It becomes a bit of a vicious cycle, and it's interesting that you bring up like the manipulative thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I recently was on, not recently, a couple of months ago, I was on a date with someone, and they were talking about one of their friends who had it, and how she just like, she the way she was talking about it, I was like, oh my god, like I don't, <laughs> I don't know, like I didn't really recognize any of that in myself. But I don't know whether that's just because I'm so much being like that, that I don't... Yeah, you've been like it for a long time, you can't notice that, maybe. Yeah, Yeah. and she was talking about, like, how her friend would just, like, disappear, not disappear, but, like, not talk to them for months and months and months, and then, like, be like, well, why is no one talking to me? And it's like, well, you didn't talk to us, so you can't expect the same thing. Yeah. but that's a common thing, isn't it, with people with BPD? It's where they kind of push themselves away to see who's going to come and who's going to still stick around, yeah. Um, 100%. But then obviously, like I said, because it's not researched enough, because people don't know it enough, they just think, oh, this person's been this and that and whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which is fair enough, to be honest, because I, you know, I think there's only a certain amount I never really think that's an excuse to be a dick. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah. There's <laughs> I'm not saying. No, I know. But it's like your mental health doesn't excuse excuse your mental health doesn't excuse you from being abusive or horrible or whatever. But sometimes, yeah. not saying that it's ever right to be abusive, but sometimes you act in a way that not you specifically. I mean, people in general can act yeah. in a way that comes across like that, but they aren't yeah. meaning it. In that way. Maybe not necessarily abusive, I think. I don't know if abusive is the right word, but definitely a bit, like, dickish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, standoffish yeah. and sort of, like... Like, I know I've, I've done it, definitely have done it in the past, where, like, I haven't spoken to anyone or no one's spoken to me, and I've been like, oh, why is no one speaking to me? Like, oh, no one loves me. And it's like, well, you literally, like, you haven't said a word for, like, the last couple of months. Yeah. And now suddenly you're expecting everything to be all about you, and that's not the way life works, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. People have their lives going on. Um, yeah. Do you reckon... I don't uh, know. Do you reckon that, because you kind of are aware of that, do you think that that helps you get through those times where you do feel like no one loves me or whatever? Is it completely gone through your mind, that, like, rational thought of, like, 
well, your life, it, you know, you kind of haven't spoken to anyone in months, whatever. Or are you in that moment like everyone hates me? Because I know I am. Like if I'm depressive or whatever, I'm like everyone fucking hates me, and that's it. And then as soon as I'm out of it, I'm like, oh yeah, it's because I did this. Do you reckon that's? Does that make sense? The question I'm asking. No, it just yeah. absolutely makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I feel like sometimes I push people away on purpose for that reason because then I can be like I can have an excuse for it mm-hmm. do you know what I mean so it's like oh no one spoke to me because I did that to them and it's almost like I don't want to I don't want to not have an excuse for that yeah that is, do you reckon, yeah I, is it kind of again correct me if I'm wrong is it kind of like Okay, gonna get real deep. Is it kind of hey, Maisie? Um, is it that um, you're just like chucking the cat over your shoulder? You're like, hey, well, yeah, she's done. Yeah. Um, do you think that maybe you do that because uh, you think that people are gonna go anyway? So if they go, at least you can be like, well, I made them go. Yeah. No. That's that's what. Yeah. That's what basically what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Is that I I, I can always um. I don't need to question anything if I know for a fact that it was me who yeah. who is to blame. You know what I mean? If there's a reason for it, then I won't... It's a, it's a really, really awful way, basically, of protecting yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's... I, I think, obviously, you know, it's probably... I mean, it is, obviously, more extreme in, like, mental health cases and things like that, but I think that that is a natural defence mechanism for most people. Or maybe not so <clears throat> severe... But it is, I think that that can be, maybe again though, like you were saying, maybe I think like that because I've always been like that. So I think that's kind of normal to kind of be like, well, I don't want to get hurt by you and I kind of feel you, you know, leaving. So um, I'm going to do something that's my fault, but like, it's also your fault. But I'm leaving you first before you can leave me. That kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you're right, that is human nature and everyone yeah, yeah I just think that when you have sorry, carry on, huh? carry on. Carry on. No, I was just going to say everyone does it to a certain extent yeah um, so yeah, I don't know whether that's just necessarily people with mental health problems that's... yeah Yeah. Um, you mentioned earlier you said borderline personality also known as emotional emotional intensity disorder yeah, uh, which one do you prefer? Um, weird, because when my counsellor said, oh, they're now using, going by the name of emotional intensity disorder, mm-hmm. I, I didn't like the emotional intensity disorder at all, mm-hmm. because that made me feel like, oh, you're, you're just emotional. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's, and I thought it was interesting, the fact that they were changing it, that some people wanted to change it to that, to make it sound better than BPD. Yeah. Because... To me, emotional intensity disorder, it's like, oh, she just gets a bit emotional every now and then. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It does yeah. sound like that, though. It genuinely does sound like, oh, yeah, I've got emotional disorder, whatever. Uh, anyway, sorry, yeah. I shouldn't say whatever. What's it called? Emotional... Intensity disorder. Yeah, let me write that down quick. Emotional uh, <laughs> intensity. Yeah, disorder. Disorder. Okay, because I don't want to keep going. Intensity, whatever. Um, so emotional, <laughs> emotional intensity Boring. disorder. Um, does sound like when like you know if you have been in that, like an argument with a partner, or whatever, and you're like, 
really passionate and really mad and they're like stop getting so emotional and you're like yeah Ugh. yeah yeah yeah. it yeah. seems kind of like a write-off for your feelings but again i don't absolutely. have it so i can't say but you know i can see why no no absolutely and it was that's what like i hate being emotional i hate because i know that that's always been like a crux for me it's like you're a bit you know intense <laughs> um so intense, like having emotional. that in the name of something that i'm diagnosed with yeah was just horrible for me um but then i do get i do get why borderline personality disorder might also seem because i think it is slightly misleading in the fact that it's not you know i don't have multiple personalities yeah 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 they are very extreme from one to the other but Mm. it's not it's still you yeah it's definitely still you it's not like I'm, here comes Barbara. Hello, I'm Barbara. <laughs> yeah. Oh, where's the little Jimmy? Yeah, because <laughs> um, yeah, I get that, actually, because I was actually talking to Damien. Uh, you know, Damien, my, he was on the podcast a while ago, Irish. Lovely Damien, yeah. Lovely yeah. Damien. He obviously Lovely has Damien. Tourette's. And we yeah. were talking about, like, um, the difference between Tourette's and conversion tics and just tic disorders in general and how um, some people don't like saying they have tick conversions because that demonstrates like a psychological instead of a neurological 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 so if you have Tourette's it's neuro fuck me (laughs) if you have Tourette's it's neurological and if yep and if you have uh ticks uh conversion conversion ticks um then that is more psychological Fuck me. Psych. Oh, I got. Well, I'm getting it. Don't worry. Okay. Do you reckon everyone else will get it? <laughs> you might get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. That's totally got it. Totally. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah. So that. Um, oh god, I've completely lost my train of thought. Fuck. Oh yeah. Sorry. No, I got it. So um, yeah, because one of them is neurological, neural, whatever, and the other one's psychological. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, it makes it more like a, this is a problem that I can't help, and this is a problem that it makes me able to control it if that makes sense yeah. because it's psychological yeah. it's like well i should just be able to stop doing it whereas if it's tourette's and neurological then it's like you know brain waves and stuff that you can't oh my god okay, yeah. i'm gonna cut all of this <laughs> no, <don't>. i'm enjoying <laughs> it um, so i can kind of see that like maybe that's like in a roundabout way not being able to uh, say any of the words that i meant like it kind of can it seems like it can relate to what you're saying about the BPD and the emotional intensity disorder. Um, yeah. You know, it's kind of like the same thing. Like, no, neither of them are wrong, but one makes you feel a certain way because one's like an actual um, thing that you can't help and one of them comes across like you can help it, even though they are both yeah, things definitely. that you cannot help. Yeah. 1,000%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <sighs> um, <laughs> you made it. <laughs> I, mean, yeah, I hope that everyone uh, that made sense to everyone because I'm not going to try and repeat it. No. I don't think that. No, no, I don't think yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's tricky. Like, um, I just think that because after getting it and hating the fact that I had it, yeah. But then, like, slowly put terms with it and, like, talking about it more openly rather than it being, like, this horrible, like, shun, like, oh, I'm just never going to mention it. And just people just think I'm a little bit, like, oh. 
um, but like a lot of people do actually have it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, they do. That's, that's the same with every. That's, that's the same with any mental health. Do you know what I mean we do, people just don't talk about it? But yeah. pretty much everyone you know has some sort of thing. Absolutely. Yeah. But um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um. Hey. Oh, I don't, have we spoken since I've got my my old my old tickaroos? I don't think so. Hey, no, that's fine. Yeah, yeah I haven't sworn actually. I've been alright. I've been quite good recently. Yeah, Are you allowed to swear on these podcasts? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, get drunk, swear, tell them, tell everyone to fuck off. Yeah. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah. <laughs> <Don't Very rebellious. laughs> yeah. Rebel against the system. <laughs> um. <laughs> woo. Uh. So another thing that I um do on the podcast is ask you if you have any questions for me. Um I do. You do? <laughs> well yeah, because I haven't spoken to you since you got diagnosed and I just I haven't been diagnosed yet. Oh right. Not officially. I, I'm going to the neurologist <gasps> I said it. I'm going to the neurologist um <laughs> on the twenty second of December and that's when they will assess me. But when I went into Huh? 22nd of December? Yeah. That's very close to Christmas time. Yeah, very close to my birthday as well. I have like a little birthday present of oh, yeah. being diagnosed. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's my question to you then. So how do you, how do you think you're going to feel if you don't get diagnosed with it? Uh, I'll be incredibly confused. <laughs> yeah. Because, um, well, so th- like what I was saying earlier, it's kind of, it can be Tourette's, which is pretty much when I went to the hospital the first no sorry like three days in when it wasn't stopping um yeah I went to hospital they sent me to East Surrey no not East Surrey they sent me to a hospital can't remember which one and um they I spoke to the doctor there and he was like look I can't give you a diagnosis because you have to have these symptoms for over a year um and most of the time Tourette starts when you're a younger age so. they say they say you rec- recognize it before you're 18 don't they yeah most of the time most of the time yeah but there are loads of stories about people that haven't but yeah you know and I also as well that's the thing it's kind of like he said like yeah it could be Tourette's um but you know I don't know I can't say because you have to have the symptoms for a year blah blah and I was like right okay um so it's basically just a waiting game like have blood tests and things like that and then obviously I just assume, I didn't even know about any other like tick disorders. I just thought it was Tourette's. Yeah. Like, and yeah. then you research it and stuff by like reading one book and googling it, and um, <laughs> and um, you know, it, and it, there's like yeah, like tick disorders, um, you know, anxiety things that can make you do it. Um, do you know what I mean like all these different things? But I'm trying. I don't look at stuff now. I'm. Uh, basically just doing this podcast and chatting to people about it and doing whatever but yeah. I'm not googling anything to do with my tics I'm not whatever because I don't want I'm very subset fuck me I can't talk today subset I'm very I'm <laughs> very um easy suspectable yeah I'm very easily I'm going to reword it. I'm very easily um, influenced by stuff. 
not that right, I would yeah, be able yeah. to, not that I'd be able to like fake it or whatever, but because um, I'm a very anxious person, I think I read stuff and I'm like, oh my god, I got brain tumor. Do you know what I mean? Like, and it's yeah, like, yeah. And it's just ridiculous. There's no point in me doing that. I might as well wait for the professionals to tell me. Um, and I think, uh, you know, I, and I don't know what they're gonna say. I would hope they would diagnose me with some sort of tick disorder considering <laughs> everything that's going yeah. on um, well, yeah. yeah i can't work anymore i've had to get like a letter from my doctors to try and claim like disability stuff because i can't mm. i just can't work at the moment anyway for the time being like i just can't i just know i, I know yeah. like you know i'd just be too anxious and like if i swear and stuff and i've got really horrible yeah, yeah, yeah. horrible ticks about horrible stuff and i just don't want to be sitting there in a in a in a you know behind a bar or whatever not that i want to go back to bar work but do you know what i mean i don't want to be behind the bar yeah yeah like, yeah and then suddenly, hey fuck you yeah. hey you know it's like yeah, 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 yeah. that's just not what i want um yeah. but i think to be honest like i think i don't mind what diagnosis really i get at the end of it because as long as there's like some sort of explanation for it yeah um and some sort of clue as to what the fuck's happened. Because um, I don't even know if if I had anything in the past. Like, I remember when I first started taking uh, fluoroxetine, I would twitch my head like that, like to the left. Yeah. And uh, I remember texting Damien being like, whoa, dude, because obviously he has threats. So I'm like, my head yeah. can't stop moving. <laughs> and he's just like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe go no he was very supportive but do you know what I mean he was like oh, maybe just go and see someone and I just didn't um, and then I don't because I don't remember any of my childhood like complete blank I have certain memories probably I, like 10 memories of my childhood the rest of them I have no idea um, really? <laughs> yeah I, no, I literally don't have any of my childhood memories yeah so I don't know if there was something that I did that you know, was like, oh, maybe that was ticks. Yeah. But no one noticed because maybe it wasn't, maybe it was just something I did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not like, I'm just, yeah, like I said, like, I mean, obviously I've called the, like, I've called the Tourette, the, the podcast Tourette's because one, it's great pun. And, uh, great <laughs> and, um, and also as well, it's easier for people to understand what's going on if I say I've got Tourette's and they aren't going to be surprised if I am sitting there ticking or if I tell them to fuck off or whatever, like, because yeah. that's the most, again, like I keep always saying, there's not enough research into mental health sectors and education for people to learn about lots yeah. of different stuff. So if I go up to someone and say, I've got Tourette's, they're much more likely to be understanding than if I go up and say, oh, I've got conversion ticks. They'd be like, yeah, 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 and then yeah. it invites a conversation that maybe at the time I don't really want to have because you don't feel comfortable with. Yeah. yeah, and also it's kind of like if I talk about it, then it, it's it triggers my tics anyway. Like at the moment, I'm quite relaxed, so it's like fine. But if I was like out in public or whatever, and they were asking me, and and I could just you know, I'm like in Asda, like swearing at the beans and stuff. You know, like stop, <laughs> stop asking me questions. <laughs> But, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm just trying not to look for a certain answer. I just want, I just want an answer. Yeah, 
what have they given you any sort of like any sort of like help i like had words are coming out my mouth but they're not coming out my mouth which is a problem <laughs> um like have they given have they given you any kind of support rather than just saying oh we might we might give you a diagnosis on this like is have they given you any like anyone to talk to or anyone like are there, ta- there tablets that you can take is no. that right no they no. can have so okay. they, one they haven't given me any support like literally have i went to the hospital i went to my gp they said get a blood test the blood test came back and all i had was a def- uh, vitamin d low low on vitamin d or whatever so i had to take vitamin d tablets which i just got from boots um and then um was told i was going to the neurologist on the 22nd of december uh and then i haven't heard anything back from them but they were like my doctors were awful i didn't hear anything back for ages and ages and i had to call them up after like three weeks being like uh it's getting worse like it kind of just started with me doing my head and whatever and now i'm like doing nazi salutes and shit like i don't want this happening yeah. anymore you know um and then they kind of got on the ball with it and they were fine but like no they haven't they they told me at the doctors so, sorry at the hospital when i went um one of my first ticks was moving my head like back and forward like i was doing like walk like an egyptian you know that one and um, <laughs> and so i kept doing that but i was doing it all the time so my neck that must have hurt your neck so much. Well. Dude, I was in excruciating pain. So I was like, oh, is there anything you can do about that? And they said, um, well, yeah, we can give you these um, tablets, basically kind of like Valium, where it just, like, calms you down. Like, yeah. you know. And um, and they were, like, <laughs> they were like, we can give you them. And then I was like, oh, okay, that sounds good. And they're like, they're highly addictive. Um, you uh, can only take them for, like, two days. And I'm like, what's the point then? I'm, do you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to. I've got quite an addictive personality anyway. I don't want to get addicted yeah. to some, like pain meds and like. I don't know. Yeah. So I just was like, nah, don't worry about it. I'll just deal with it. But other than that, no, I haven't had any support really, um, apart from Ed, and obviously my family and friends and stuff. But yeah. Yeah. God, it's. I mean, it must be so tricky getting diagnosed with something like that because it's not like. I don't know, for something like um, depression or anxiety, like, as you say, mental health in itself is a long way to go anyway. But with stuff like Tourette's, and then you talking about it today and being like, oh, there's, I I say it's Tourette's, you haven't been diagnosed with it, and there's so many different other versions. Like, that hadn't even crossed my mind, like, the other, many of the things that it could be. And the fact that they haven't given you, like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I think, I think, I mean, one, I don't know whether it's just because of obviously the whole COVID thing. Maybe they don't have yeah. the resources to do that. But to be honest with you, I don't really mind because, because I am handling this a lot better than I, one, I ever thought I would. Like, as soon as it happened, yeah. I thought I was, you know, going to completely break and just be like, no, that's it, you know. Um, but I actually... I approach this completely different than how I've ever approached any sort of um, mental health that I've had before. Like when I was diagnosed with depression and anxiety, I kept it to myself and I didn't speak about it and I didn't, you know, no one can know. And then now that this is happening, I'm like, I'm just going to use it now to do 
to do some good and to get people talking about stuff and that's all I can really do there's nothing I can do now to change it like I'm probably always going to be like this now um I can either just be really upset about it or I can just get up and get on with it and turn it into a positive and um which is unlike me because I'm very pessimistic (laughs) but yeah I'm like quite like oh god woe is me I'm gonna go and play my violin to myself when I cry um my whole my whole life is just that like since before my whole life is just that scene of the people playing the violins on the Titanic that's just (laughs) that's like a representation of my life um (laughs) But yeah, no, I just, yeah, I don't know. I just, I feel a lot better about it because I feel like I've kind of, it's something that I have absolutely no control over, no control over that I've taken control of. Yeah. Um, and that's something that's really helped me. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're absolutely smashing it. Like, oh. I'm very, thanks. I'm very proud thanks. and impressed with you. Oh, thanks. Yeah. You are smashing it. Thank you. Um, okay, do you want to wrap it up? Yeah. Yeah? You're tired. Go on then. You got, you, huh? got, you got work tomorrow. I do indeed. <laughs> Seven o'clock start. Oh my god. Time. Get a bed, girl. Little gremlins, Diana. Mm-hmm. Thank you yeah. for joining me. No, that's okay. Thank you for having Did me. Did you have a nice time? Did I? Yes. Did I ever? <laughs> Did I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had a lovely time. I think this is Thank the first you. conversation that we've ever had that we're not like... When Sally went to the dustbin, they saw a little... Honestly, like, through, from the time we met till the start of our Zoom call was, like, absolute nonsense. <laughs> but I think, that's the most, I think that's the most formal we've ever been with each other. Yeah, like, actual full sentences. Oh, yeah. Well, kind of, just about. <laughs> and, like, questions and answers that aren't absolute gibberish. Yeah. Mad, I can't believe we've crazy <laughs> but we'll speak I'll, yeah. I'll call you up tomorrow and be like what's the dusty sevens like over on the south ah, side the of the number one <laughs> yeah okay. so do that we'll be right back yeah we'll be right, right back um thank you for joining me love you lots no thank you thank you so um, much for having me very proud welcome. of you love you lots i'll see you soon I love you Mwah. see you soon bye bye goodbye dusty bye bye dusty dusty boys <laughs> This podcast is partnered with Downcast Apparel, tattoo-inspired, eco-friendly clothing. They have a sale on right now, and you can get pieces from as little as one pound. I actually own some Downcast Apparel clothing myself, uh, as well as some badges, and I just can't recommend them enough. You can find them on Instagram at Downcast Apparel or on their website, www.downcastapparel.com.